so who would have known that season two was going to happen? I mean, it was quite the year. But now we're in 2022. Almost. almost. Well, Not me. I almost thought I was fired. I mean, don't we all think that we're almost fired and then we got a phone call and things change? I mean, things it's all change, about yeah. That's why I say never leave things for assumption. Always be confrontational. Why would Jeffrey be fired? Why not? I'm just talking. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, guys. Welcome back to season two of Simply Talk. We had such a great season in season one. A lot of goods, a lot of bads, a lot of lessons along the way. But you know what? We're back. Looking back, there was no reason why not to. And I'm very proud. If you guys remember the last uh, episode of season one, we were missing Jeffrey, but who's here? Tell, it tell, is I. Who's I? Tell I the viewers. Arrived. Oh, you! Oh, oh, you! You don't remember me? Yeah, they probably you? never. They only listen well, to our podcast. How about you? Let me inform you. My name is Jeffrey Craig. No, I'm seriously. <laughs> but no, uh, it's good to be back. You know, uh, ventured off a little bit, doing my own thing. But again, I'm happy to be back. Happy to be working with Andres. Happy to have our first co-host. I'm not co-host. I'm sorry, but our first guest of the year, uh, Alex Thatcher. But I don't want to give too much introduction. I want to change it up a little bit. I want you to introduce yourself. Uh, okay. Well, I am Alex Thatcher, uh, born and raised in Fort Lauderdale. I thought you almost said porn. No, not porn. Not yet. <laughs> not that type of. You know, if the career goes south, it looks like we're gonna end up not there. That but type of show. Not yet. We're not <laughs> there yet. We'll see. We'll see where it goes. Let's see where it goes. It's always an option. No, I'm just kidding. It can't happen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So what's the topic of You know discussion? I wanted to say something. I don't know, man. We're waiting for you to tell the viewers who you are. I mean, Wait, what mean, do you want me to say? What do you well, do? Well, he's, like, he's a local actor in South Florida. There he's, we go. Uh, he does uh, a lot of commercial film work. Um, he's a producer of making his own short films. He has one film. Well, no, actually two. Three. Three. Dang, three. Three total. What's the third? Uh, it's but madcap oh okay okay, yeah, okay. but the that. ones yeah, that are on the circuit the right now one, that's right? the first one black righteous standing ovation and now nothing i mean which is okay it is moment. you gotta have Fine. some downtime downtime is important uh I've, I've actually taken a lot of downtime uh like two years downtime okay uh Bro, you were just saying like i haven't seen you in like three years i've been in that like maybe but you know we still run into each other you know like a film gate or something every mm-hmm. once in a while i mean i ran into jeffrey at urban film festival so or grocery store grocery store <laughs> you know maybe stop at the local public but yeah sale. downtime is important uh i i'm still keeping busy you know doing commercials and some modeling work and uh i'm gonna do a small little part in a film in january in uh, st petersburg so uh yeah, it's uh, I feel different. I feel different mentally uh, than I would say two years ago, 100%. What do you think happened in between that time? We mature. You grow up, 100%. Uh, I just, uh, you know, it, it's kind of like when you're doing this, like you're so focused on people's mm-hmm. opinions all the time that it's almost you lose the fun yeah. in uh, what you're doing because I think you're more interested in what people think of you and your performances and all this stuff and – now I just turned 27, and I'm just, uh, I don't feel that same way. I'm just like. I mean, I'm going to pity back with what something Jeffrey used to say a lot back in season one. Um, instead of, lo- I think, at least trying to bring it home in my realm, what we lose track in sometimes when we get too much out there and let too many voices get in our heads, we lose track of, like, the innocence of why we want to do certain things. It goes from, like, just pure creativity to, trying to please the viewers or 
or the people that you're working around instead of remembering that five-year-old in you that I want to act in this because I just, I want to have fun and escape into this unrealism. Right. And that's something I'm slowly going back into. I'm, I'm working on a film myself uh, with Jeffrey and I kind of disconnected the idea of like getting people's like approval or just like at the end of the day, it's your story and it's both portrayal and written. It's your job to share it. And the people that are going to understand it are going to hop on those that don't, they're just, they're going to be left behind doing their own thing. So right. that time off, Believe it or not, it's going to teach you a lot. Um, you have to, the one thing I suggest is just reflect and see what what came out of those times that you were an idol. But I don't know about you, but I'm ready to get back in the grind. So I think this year is going to be different. I think I'm going to be filming more. Uh, yeah, my biggest thing now is uh, you just can't please everybody. You just can't. You just can't. It's so. such a bucket full try to try to fill up. It's just do yeah. your thing, man. It's uh, you know. It happens, but uh, 2022 is going to be different. There's going to be new projects, new things. Uh, I think I'm going to be uh, working a little bit more, hopefully, in 2022. So it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Nice. 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 You know, I wanted to say something. This is a sidebar. That's this is good. the first time that I'm sitting across from you, and Chase is not here. Interesting. Yeah, for That's real. interesting. That young man. That young man. That young man. Hey, Chase, Chase man, we still Nick. love you. Because I, I remember the days that it was... He's always the middle man. You I, know what I mean? I, I remember it was the, the, like, the group was Nick, Chase, and Alex, to the point that, I don't know if you remember, but when we first met, before we think forward, we have to kind of reflect into the past, and I think that's a good theme into this show, that we have to think back where our roots began. Right. And I don't know if you remember, but it all started... I, I never think, started. I think it was Chase that <laughs> brought us together because he, you guys wanted to do a little scene. And yeah, we did it in your complex. Yeah. Yep. That was. It was like that's a where police it station. God, what a bad scene that was. Jeez. That was a horrible scene. Hey, lessons, man. <laughs> lessons, though. Lessons, lessons, you know? Yeah. Lessons. It prepared you for what you have now exactly. that's out there killing it. I mean, exactly. for reflecting purposes in comparison to now, it can be compared horrible. But it's horrible. But listen, listen, it taught you a lot. It, it, it connected you with people. It <laughs> it made you understand what needed work. No matter how bad the situation is, there's always a learning curve in whatever shit of a mess you do. I mean, there's productions that me and Jeffrey were in that we were, without saying anything, we were working in a no air conditioner, abandoned warehouse right. area. You're saying a lot. Yeah. Context clues, I mean, clear. But you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I think a lot of people will know what you're talking about if they're watching it. But I've made a lot of good connections. And Is there that's a what name matters. to this uh, story that you guys are talking about? Is there like a name? No, uh, but it was, it was lovely. Lovely? <laughs> lovely. Wait a minute. Wow. Okay, yeah. yeah Wait a so second. Anyways. I think I know what you're talking about. It was good. <laughs> anyways. Oh. No, bad? <laughs> no. I mean, We've all done shit, okay? Everybody's absolutely. done some shit at it's some point. It's how you get your ba- yourself back up from that shit is that really shouldn't matter. But... We've all been down the shithole. Right. We all have, and it's uh, it's important to go down the shithole. It's important, and yeah. uh, it happened, and I'm going to kindly ask you to burn that file if you ever find it, mm. wherever that is. It might yeah. be probably somewhere in your laptop. He still has it. That's not yeah. happening. Yeah. Let me just burn tell it. you that. Just it's staying in the it archives, so for like 20 years from now, and be, hey, oh, Alex. <laughs> Look at this crap. <laughs> <laughs> Where are they now? Where are they the now? documentary. Remember that scene we did with... Uh, in my fucking like conference room area with some weird ass lighting. It had potential. It had some potential. A little been. bit. It was fun. It was cool. I mean, I above like everything, it. that's what I took away. It was yeah. fun. And 
What I would like to do is I would like to work with you guys collaboratively. I don't think we've ever done that. Nope. No. No. I would like to do that. You know, I, I find this kind of weird, but maybe maybe it's me. I Nobody really hits me up that much to work with them. Not that much. Bro, like, that, there's, besides pandemic and personal reasons, there's a reason why I was off the scene for a minute. Like, like I guess. Since happy anniversary, I think, right? Yeah, that was the last one. And then from there, um, I mean, part of it was my doing because I was not in the best, like, emotional state. So I would, like, just kind of, like, separate myself. But, like, once you, like, turn the other way and try to turn back around it's it's like a whole new crowd so it's that's why i think it's important to remember the roots you guys stick together with people that you came up with um those that have made it i'm very proud of them they're they're achieving great things and if anything they should be role models as to what we can strive to because i think a lot of times we put animosity in the in the formula of like oh i wish i was me oh i'm so like why is this happening i put so much work or they should be more grateful but at the end of the day I've said this before, just feel fortunate that you're part of that stepping stone that got them closer to the, their, where they want to be. Mm. And outside of the film world, I've learned the hard way that no matter if it doesn't make sense, everything plays its own role. Like if none of that ever happened, I wouldn't be where I am right now. True. Um, like I was telling, I don't know if I told you, Jeffrey, but I told uh, one of my friends that needed some like creative input i told him that sometimes we get so caught up in finding the bigger picture in the puzzle that we realize that for for us to complete it we need to focus on piece by piece Mm. because we're never going to get to that final piece down if we're too lost in the like one of my friends us if we're too lost in the sauce of it all yeah just give it time everything's gonna the image is gonna open up with time you just gotta keep going at it one puzzle piece piece at a time exactly interesting you might you might need some alcohol here and there or whatever gets you through the day but you're gonna get through it thanks bud i like that this is like a therapy session almost yeah (laughs) therapy maybe it's a little therapy session i've had some rough times jeffrey i felt that (laughs) i've I've had that before where i felt the same way that you did where it was like hey no one's hitting me up right when the phone stopped ringing you, you start wondering what's going on or your Instagram isn't getting some messages from somebody random. It's like, hey, man, I saw your work. Right. Blah, blah, blah. But that could be also that, too. Maybe because um, you've done stuff, but maybe they don't see a lot of your, your film work, maybe. Possibly. Yeah. yeah you know, I, I haven't put myself out there. Maybe I, I could have done a better job putting myself out there. Yeah. I'm not. I'm like you. I'm kind of quiet. I don't really like. Yeah. You know. Doing that. Know. Yeah. Because a lot of it, you know, it's marketing, but at the same time, it's uh, no, uh, it's um, not marketing. It's uh, I mean, it what's the word I'm looking for? Self-promoting, maybe. Yeah, or ne- networking is networking, what I'm looking for. Yeah. A lot of it just comes off as comes off as fake sometimes, you know. But that is true. If it's too much, yeah, and so it just I have a big problem with fake stuff. I don't like acting fake. I don't like. I could tell my. I could see it from a mile away if someone's being fake towards me. Right. I don't like it. I don't like using someone. I don't like someone using me. Like. I guess it's part of it. It's just finding the right way to do it. And maybe that'll just come in time. Right. Um, but yeah, I definitely struggled in the networking department. 100%. Yeah. I could, I could, I could understand that too. Um, I think a lot of times, you know, if you, if you go into networking with the expectation that 
something should come out of this, right? Then you're always going to be feeling that way. You're always going to be like, ah, man, this feels fake because you were expecting something, right? Instead of just saying, hey, nice to meet you. Your film was great. I saw it. Blah blah blah. And leave it at that. And you you keep it moving. Right. A lot of times I go to a set and people don't know anything about me and they'll see my Instagram like, oh, he he does this da 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 da. Even though I'm not posting as much as I used to because. You know, I didn't. I don't feel the need to. Right. I only post what I'm proud of, whatever I'm doing, and uh, I think that also changed for me as well. Because at one point, I was I, don't, I was telling Francie this um, great director and writer as well um, that I felt like I was an afterthought at one point to him or just in general. Um, to to I was telling him that, but in general, okay. I just felt like that. I was like, man, I just feel like no one checks for me anymore. Right, and then. Um, Something changed. I don't know what it was. I, I just think it became more of like being proud of whatever you put out there and just not expecting anything. For some reason, the universe realigns that and then like people start people started hitting me up like, hey, I got this film, blah, blah, blah. A lot of times I have to say no because I also want to set a standard for myself. Exactly. I can't take everything. <laughs> I've said a couple of those recently. Um yeah, you it's yeah, and that's you know, that's also been my thing with Miami is uh the quality of the things around here. Like, you know, I get people are trying to be creative and stuff, but at the end of the day, it's not just about being creative and making something, it's about showing some quality. Yeah. You know? That's why you know, I like you I like you both as people. You know, I would hang out with you guys just to hang out. Yeah. And maybe that's also part of networking. It's not exactly getting something out of it like you're saying. Yeah. Maybe just making a friend. You know, because then yeah. friends you know, we look out for each other and stuff like that. Um, I think you both put out good quality. Happy anniversary, great quality. Your films are great quality. Uh, in the films, you know, I, we, me and Chase, when we did it, we worked our way into good quality. Right. So, uh, yeah, quality is super important, and I feel like that's that's something that people need to step their game up around here. I'm not trying to be disrespectful to anybody, but it's just true. I mean, it's like saying those um, quality over quantity and that's something that keeps me sane, at least. And it's funny you were saying that because me and Jeffrey actually talked about these things a lot about like the whole like afterthoughts and like how we see the community and the influences. Um, it can be seen subjectively, but at the end of the day, it's something that we feel. But um, sometimes you got to just step back and be like, look, I'm not trying to keep up to anyone's standards. I, I want to keep up my standards. So if I have to do like the Tarantino and shoot they, every five years. Right. I'm going to make sure that every five years I shoot something great. that's great quality. Yeah. You, like right now I'm doing an interrogation scene and which both of you know that I'm working on. Yeah. Um, the easy approach is like just do a room and like light it and whatever. But I'm past that. And some could say it's pride. Some is like they can say whatever they want. Honestly, I don't care. But I the reason I strive for so much is because I believe in a saying that one of my teachers said is never settle for less. Mm -hmm. So if I already exceeded a set expectations, why am I go backwards? Mm -hmm. uh, why are people waiting that long to see something else that I put out? If it's going to be one grade lower or lower or lower. And also something that I'm very like confident about, like let's say flaunting now is that it, it may take time, but I can assure you that my sets are going to be the most like, professional sure that I, i'm gonna leave i'm gonna leave that for them but right. I, I know i'm gonna put the most out beforehand prepared wise so that when you come to set 
you just worry about acting, you just worry about lighting, you just worry about pressing record, and we're not too concerned about like little idiosities. It's yeah. like, why is talent not here? Why is this? Like that's always gonna be a factor, but with good preparation, sure is gonna be a factor. yeah, that was really funny that you say. All you gotta worry about is acting. How many times have you been on a set and you're like, you know, you're waiting. For, they're sending stuff up, and you're just almost like overlooking everything. Like, hey, that that wasn't there before. The continuity, like making sure their continuity's right, and that's why hey, the pre- lights not, you know, or like whatever. Like, hey, we already filmed that. Like, y- you're you're worrying about that. A I don't like t- that. You know, you know, a lot of times those that be, those become issues from my perspective because it's something that's exposed or discussed the day of mm. opposed to like when I, we did letters to you we did tech rehearsals we did camera rehearsals we we mapped out everything so literally i hated all we, of that by the way you hate it i hated all of that by the way but producing or doing it uh, uh um the tech rehearsals he, and all that you stuff. know andres is very thorough in everything he he does and it, it does work it does work and for me, I like to be like in the moment. Right. So I might not, I might not do the tech rehearsals, but they're useful for like when you are specifically trying to do something. I like to, you know, everyone has a different style. And I'm sure right. you have. I don't know if you're into directing yet. No. Or, okay. But if you've seen, do, I've seen. Yeah. You you would you would develop your own way. Right. And there's no right or wrong way. Well, in certain instances, right, right, right. It can be wrong. It but. depends what type of set you want to have. Like yeah. I just. There, there's space for for that type of ambience. Um, I just, I'm, I don't know if it's the chef in me. I don't know if it's the OCD in me. But I like to make sure that whatever problems that could arise, they're discussed beforehand. So that way it's just, oh, this is happening. Just, all right, do this. You're and a big pre-planner. He is. He's a big pre-planner. And it went smooth. Yeah. Will not lie. Right. That film Bro, went smooth. But you're like, we'll be fine. But I'm like, we'll be fine. Yeah, we'll be good. Remember, remember, go. remember the part scene. Sometimes it's good to have a combination of both, though. Remember the part scene when we were about to get our ass kicked out because we were shooting the grave scene, like yeah. And then I'm like, I got it, I got it. I want to talk to the park manager, and I'm like, all right, guys, start rolling. We have like 30 minutes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's you. That's why producers are very essential. Every, like, it's very rare that you're gonna find a producer with all hats available. Yeah. So some producers may be good at logistics. Some producers may be good at creative input. Some producers may be good at location scouting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just your job as the director or the head producer to kind of like orchestrate it. Like funny enough, the other day I was, I forgot, I talked to a lot of people, shit, but I was saying that at the end of the day, I'm just the orchestrator. You guys are playing the instruments. I'm telling you more or less what key to go at or, or just, you guys are making this come to life. I right. just have the vision. And, yeah, it's, 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 it all works when we make it work. That's the reality. Like you got to make it work. If not, it's going to be. Teamwork makes the dream work. You know? yeah. yeah. Literally, that's film production. Yeah. Film production is like, for example, if your AD calls out one day, fuck. Good luck. Right, which <laughs> happens all the time. People are always dropping out of stuff. Yeah, last second are critical, man. Those, those are uh, shout out to all the eighties out there. I appreciate every single one of you guys because people do not know how freaking important that AD is, man. That is like your go-to weapon when it comes to filmmaking, and uh, not having one can it 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 can break you. It can break you, or it can make you. Uh, but depending on what kind of director you're, some people feel they don't need. Them. I know I need one. And also, let me let, let me get that camera real quick. 
for all you striving ADs, it's okay if the people don't like you. It's okay. You're not supposed to be liked. You're the ones that are keeping taps on time. You're the ones that are saying, no, no, no one more shot. We got to go. And paperwork. And paperwork. So don't worry about what people think about you as a person, but represent yourself in the work ethic and how you get shit done. And at the end of the day, it, the results are there. If, if you fly through a production smoothly and it was aggravating at times because you're being rushed, at the end of the day, you're making you're making a home. By the time you're supposed to make a home, you're not overworked. You're not like sweating a fucking right. storm. So they're they're useful. They're yeah. useful. Are you more of a director now or an actor, Jeffrey? You leaned back when you said that. Oh, I was like, because you're doing no. both. What are it's you, like? Uh, yeah, what? It, yeah, I just want to know. Yeah, you're a writer, producer. Are you more? What are you leaning actor? towards more? Um, acting is is always going to be what I'm leaning towards more, but. I, I don't know. I feel nameless now. I don't. I don't feel like I should be. Called. You definitely don't direct. I think you've established that you don't always want to direct. You're more the producer, writer, performer. I, I prefer not to direct, mm-hmm. and the reason why I don't because now, I whenever I write something, I'm going to be in it. Mm-hmm. The days of me not being in something that I write are over. That's done. Um, so that's the reason why I because pref- I can't direct myself. You know what I mean? That's impossible. And whoever can, kudos to you. I won't do it, but I feel nameless. Okay. Nah, you're Jeffrey Creighton. You're Jeffrey Creighton. Yeah. From South Florida. <laughs> <Jeffrey Creighton>. <laughs> <laughs> but for you, though, because a lot of questions, um, what do you prefer? Acting. I am not a director. I am barely a producer, to be honest. Yeah. I'll throw the money. If you need me to go do something, I'm going to go do it. Uh, I might throw a little writing in there every once in a while because, like, you know, in Standing Ovation, I wrote uh, – the monologue that he's doing throughout the... You wrote that? I wrote that. That's honestly what was written first. I'm like, well, this would be good in a movie. The one about his, his dad? Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh. The, uh, the the slave monologue where he's a slave. Oh, oh, that was good too. Yeah, that. I wrote that. I think I was drunk when I wrote that. <laughs> I was just like drunk and I think I was just writing something. Let me something tell you something. Home. Some people are going to bash on this, but sometimes... Being under the influence helps out a little takes bit. Takes you to places. Yeah, I mean, how many people get stoned and maybe write a script or something? Probably, probably a lot of people. Mom's probably watching this. I'm, I'd rather not say anything. Sorry, mom. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think I was drunk when I wrote. I was just texting it on my phone. I'm like, this sounds pretty good. So I'm like, send it over, and I'm like, well, this would probably be like. I mean, obviously, we don't have the production to make this something about slaves, but what if we just made it into like an take, audition? Let's make it an audition. Let's take the easy way out, and uh, it just kind of worked out. And uh, yeah, I ended up winning my first acting awards with that with this film, and uh, that's something I wanted. Like I wrote on a piece of paper, I think it was in 2019 or 2020, like goals that I wanted. I wanted to produce a film. I wanted to win a Best Actor award, and I think I wanted to make like ten thousand um, dollars doing commercials or whatever. And I did all of that. That was really yeah, I did it all. Congratulations! You man. know what's funny though? I didn't make the ten thousand that year. I made it this year. <laughs> so hey, that's okay. Yeah, you it's fine. It, it anyway. happened though. You, you know, made it anyway. Yeah, no, so. all of that happened. The movie came out. The awards came, and the money came. So, uh, let me tell you, like when when I first saw that, it's it's awesome. Like now, uh, I feel Chase has a lot more confidence that he deserves. But when he first started out, he was always he would always be. I don't know if he did this to you, but. Hey, Andres, I, uh, can you check out this film? I just did a film called Stang Innovation, or I did this film, can I get your thoughts? And I was always bluntly honest. I'll be like, yo, this is fucking amazing. This, the cinematography of Stang Innovation is beautiful. Simple, oh, so you liked it beautiful. from the rip? Yeah. Okay. 
like even the one before that you guys were trying to reshoot um the color was maybe a little off because of the grading, just said, yeah. but the story and the, the intensity, the the stakes, I liked it. That's yeah. the type of shit I like. I like stuff that are very conversational and transparent. Um, having like external scenes and all that shit's nice, but some people don't realize that there's a huge price tag whenever you add another location or another logistic factor. So if you can make the sit down conversation interesting, you can do anything, I think. And that's the thing um, that I've, you know, I'm going to talk a little bit of shit right now. Just a little Do bit. It. We were at Filmgate um, maybe like three weeks ago. Were you there? No, he wasn't there. <laughs> He's already like, I was there. <laughs> no, and, uh, you know, there's, you know, the, the films. It was the best of, best of 2021. So it's like everyone who won each month was there for like the ultimate winner. And uh, we were runner up and i thought it was the person who won did a good job like the, their production was sorry their production was off the chain that was some amazing production but i'm like in my head and i'm not trying to like toot my own horn because i i'm i'm my own biggest critic but i'm just like if we had to take these two films and say which one could win an oscar you know who could win which one of these would win an oscar i, I think it was that. us feel that and especially you know what i thought it was more impressive because if you thought about it i think we lost because their production was better and amazing but at the end of the day isn't it more impressive when you can captivate an audience and we didn't fucking move we didn't move yeah. you're talking about he stood right there i sat right here oh you're talking about uh animation yeah yeah we didn't wrong. move and everybody's like in tears and giving us standing ovations and uh i'm just like isn't it more impressive that we didn't move and do anything I think touching back to how we started the production matters though, man. It's, it does, it, it does. does. But it, does it does it beat a script and does it beat acting? Look, I'm not, I'm gonna tell you what I what we were talking about earlier. It doesn't top it. It doesn't top it. Yeah. But also, it's like what we were saying earlier that it's we gotta separate that like perspective and just yo know, the film's on the big screen. Like sometimes it sucks that we have such high confidence and expectations that we know we should win but at the end of the day and i'm not i'm saying this for myself you guys don't have to agree but at the end of the day whether you win or not you got a full theater watching your movie you are able to put it on the screen and set standards that you want it and at the end of the day that's a bigger award than the trophy I mean, the trophy would be nice, but be cute. I'm just yeah, trying to make nice. myself feel good because at the end of the day, <laughs> he's like, I'm I'd be pissed too. Yeah, I'm like, shit. <laughs> Truth be told, Andres, be, I want you to be honest. I'd be fucking upset. <laughs> exactly. There you go. There you go. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. That's man. what. That's what I wanted. But but the yeah. the kids need to know that. Kids okay. need to know okay. that. Be mature. Shake the other person. Not this hand. one. The next one. <laughs> On the next one. Oh man, but that matters, man. The, it and, does. And, and, and I mentioned Francie again. Another guy, again, he told me this a while ago. He's like, you got to include your environment in your films. You know, they have to play a role. Um, Brooklyn, she's an amazing-minded person. Um, and she told me about this book to read, that the environment, it plays a role. It, it, even even trees, you know, somehow communicate when there's a storm. Mm. Birds don't know when to, they don't communicate that they must migrate north, but they sense it. And they fly together in a certain way that they're all going to wherever they need to go. So you, 
you do have to include that. You can have decent acting, you know, and and amazing cinematography and amazing production, and you will you will be a film that's in one place that can bring you to tears because there's so many other elements that makes it a film. Yeah, the immersion. You know, the immersion's and, deeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and what you guys have, which you have awesome acting, it's really a scene, but it's it's an amazing scene. Yeah. It's an amazing scene. It's um, a twenty minute scene. It's a twenty minute scene. <laughs> but if you guys had just one locations change, it would have made a big difference. It would have been a big difference. So do you think one location uh kind of can mess up your film? No. I'm not saying that it it it, it because you're you, you guys were ultimate success. Yeah. You know, but if if you're striving for like more, you know like, hey, that's the one thing that we need that we didn't have. Yeah. That's one thing that when because uh, I, I used to be concerned about the one location thing, mm-hmm. but in, at the end I'm like, maybe this is like a way to change the game a little bit. It's a challenge, and I I think I know Jeffrey has these roots. I'm not sure if you've done a lot of theater, but I think that's I why I like like one locations or just like conversational scenes because of my theatrical roots. That there's something, and maybe it's my style. I like to kind of focus on the conversations not had. And that's kind of the worlds I create that, yeah. like, what is it that we really want to say here? What is it that we are not expressing and wish we could have said that could have changed things? So I like the psychosis of that. Um, but you can, you can, you can, like, discount good set dressing because the set dressing, that is just the next step forward, touching basis on happy anniversary, which both of you saw, I believe, uh, the apartment scene. I told my art department that I need this space to embody their past relationship. I need them to feel, I need the viewers to feel like this is an apartment lived by two people in love. And it was great. The production was great. Yeah. I loved it. Cinematography was great. Production was great. It was, it was good. It was a perfect storm. Yeah, and I liked it. I'm trying to recreate that How storm. did you do that car scene? I was in the fucking lake. Remember where I used to live, where we did conference room? Were thing? they really in a real car and everything? Like yeah, we were in the fucking loading dock of that building. Oh, Because okay, I couldn't okay. find a natural, like, cinema spot. So I'm like, fuck, I'm going to create it. So and they were, like, in a drive-in, right? Or yeah, they are the drive-in. Um, the, the, the ethos behind it kind of helped it, too, because these weren't really flashbacks. They are like, manifestations of the memories. So if you notice there's no one around them it's just them two the cars beside them are empty right. so it kind of played with the whole like intention but yeah I was just fucking like I asked my man, uh, building manager yo I need to film something for school uh, yeah. <laughs> can I use your loading dock yeah sure <coughs> so we got a minivan not a minivan a pickup truck and two other cars on the sides um, my post production person added a projection on the window and it worked. Interesting. It's it's literally sometimes you gotta get creative. Sometimes you gotta like you don't have you don't have what you want, but you gotta work with what you got and then let me just throw this and that and right. then at the end of the day it ends up being better than you thought because it wasn't easy. Yeah. I think that's the factor. When it's when it's easy it becomes like like um help me out. It becomes very routine. It becomes like very like expected. Yeah, it's boring. But when you have to think outside the box because everything else is going south, you're like, fuck it. Let me try this. Oh, yeah. shit, that looks dope type of thing. So and it worked. It worked. Nick just did a really nice movie. Yeah. He did. Nick Puya? Yeah. Nice. The, it was shot at the Biltmore, and we went to Oh, the yeah, premiere. I saw it. I think I saw you it. You saw the trailer, right? I, th- I saw the trailer. Damn, 
It was good. It was really good. And that story could have easily been very cheesy, but it was good. I liked it a lot. Bro, my first thought when I saw that trailer, I'm like, how the fuck did they afford that? Oh, I don't know. The dude, Frank Kelly, he he made that happen. That is insane. I think it's good for the hotel, too. Like, it's... Mm -hmm. The story's based around the hotel, so they'll show it in the hotels, like on a certain channel or something. And I don't know if I saw a trailer or if I saw the movie. It's itself. actually a really good idea, though, because when you see that movie and it was shot well and it was acted well and it, the script was good, it makes you be like, "Huh, like I kind of want to stay there now." Like, <laughs> I think that's also that. like based on a good producer, like how you paint the picture. Like, oh, we can do this, and we're gonna showcase your spot and blah blah. blah. So yeah. it's I think that's pretty much what they did. Communication skills that. If you don't got it, work on them because I've learned something that sometimes, although it's nice and convenient to have what you need to like execute stuff, sometimes it it's very beneficial to have a little bit of like knowledge of what goes into it. Mm-hmm. So that way, when it's presented, you have something to work with. So that that's that's what makes me the type of filmmaker I am. That I've had to learn a lot of things on demand, um, but. Um, it's all about the grind, bro, and it's you got to set your own expectations. Yep, one hundred percent. Why you got all cross arms there? I'm, I'm just saying. listening. I'm, I, 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 I'm just, I can't be in tune with the moment. <laughs> I like that. In tune with the moment. <laughs> Dang. Damn. You got you guys watch UFC at all? Yes, I, I, don't. I know you're big on UFC. Uh, yeah, I am huge. Well, do tell. You need to get in on that. UFC is the best sport pitch? out there. What's your pitch? I don't know if I got a pitch. It's just the fights that went on last week, and there was major upset with uh, like a date two days ago. Yeah, Dustin Poirier that killed me. Yeah, I was like, wow. I really wanted him to win. I That's really a tough did. Fight, man. And Charles is a big dude. You know, he's a tall, lengthy, weird kind of skinny but strong dude. Yeah, and he yeah. was doing the the tie clinch with him, and you know, coming up with that Muay Thai stance. So it was, I. I I don't know. That was that was a tough one. I I thought it was gonna be like a five round war, but he wore him out in that second round. What do so. you think, Oliveira Khabib? I think that's a problem for Khabib. You think that's why he left? I I, I feel like he was like shit. He's I, like, my time's coming. Yeah. Where someone's gonna figure out this puzzle. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, Ugh, I don't want to collab with that train right there. So I mean, he was willing to fight George St. Pierre. Yeah, but that, that George. George is like probably like five nine, and he's like forty something years old. Yeah, you know you got a chance of beating him. You know, yes, yeah, true. And, and George's style is super old; it's not new age. Like, with, he's with, still great. He's good yeah. because he's smart. Even you know? when he came back to fight, did you see the Michael Bisping? He fought Michael Bisping. Yeah, he came back better. He did. He was he, better. He, he, but that's him being his. He's smart. He can download and process information, but at the same time, you know. He wouldn't have lasted long at 185. No, you that's know. true. That is true. You guys yeah, got he all picked that the right opponent, fight? huh? You guys got all that from a fight? No, I mean I've been watching UFC for <laughs> years. Yeah. You, guys, you, you guys should do like a, a fight podcast. Yeah, yeah. I, I had no idea what the hell you guys Joe Rogan about, and start calling intense. these fights. <laughs> I had no idea what you guys were talking about. But oh, yeah. you didn't get on UFC. Uh, do you watch any sport? No, I used to. I used to watch soccer. It's not really sport, but then Ninja Warrior was dope. I, I, I like stuff that's. Um, so you never even attempted to like watch a, f- a UFC fight. I've seen them, but yeah. not not religiously. Where I'm like aware of what's happening besides them just punching and cobbling. Like everybody says, punch. rolling around on the floor and shit. <laughs> like you got to take a jujitsu class. That's what you got to do. I want to take Wing Chun. Wing Chun. What it's a. Uh, it's uh, if you know IP Man or Ip Man. It's it's a very like central style of uh, martial arts that's about like counteracting and just balance. That's almost like. Um, the other one called um, 
Um, silence, please. <laughs> what the heck is it called? Everybody talks about this thing. What? Like, what? I don't know. They're like hitting a bunch of people. Like, it's one guy versus like a bunch of people. Oh, are you talking about IP man, Ip Man, the the one against ten? No, it's a style of fighting. I just forget what people call it. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know. Anyways, um, the thing the thing about those styles is like the whole little. Yeah. Once you watch UFC, you're like, do that to this guy. He's gonna whoop your ass. That's. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. UFC I mean, is like, don't yeah. get clipped. <laughs> UFC is serious. I mean, there's a yeah. reason why there's an octagon. So that shit's. Yeah, you're. That, it's serious. Get your ass whooped. But hey. But I used to do jujitsu with uh, Carlos Palacio. I think that I, I'm horrible in names, but you never seen Carlos? Maybe I you know Carlos. Sure. Yeah, I met him. Yeah, maybe I've met him. And it sounds like a familiar name. I'm Martha's just... boyfriend. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I took classes with him for a while, and I, I did boxing back in the day and stuff like that. And uh, it's good. It's good. When you become, uh, when you learn that stuff, it's like you're a weapon. It's a different type of confidence, I guess. When you walk around, I guess I don't know. I mean, we're you know you can hurt someone, but you, know? you yeah. have the control not to. Exactly. I'm going to take what you said and just, like, redirect to, like, back on track. Um, you mentioned it's good for confidence, but let's apply that term to producing. What did you learn, like, when you dipped your feet into producing? Is there, s- other than oh. fear, because it's a very scary fucking path, but is there any takeaways that you can reflect on? Mm-hmm. Besides getting that shit done, which is a huge one. Getting it done, honestly, I don't. I don't really care for producing. I don't really care about it. Uh, Do you see yourself doing it again? I would, but I. I, I can't. I. I don't see myself being like the person like fully in charge. I can. I'm almost like. Yeah, yeah. You can call me a producer because I put money into it and I did up. But like, I wasn't like, do, making all the decisions and doing all this. I'm just like here for your help. Better you. yet, what did you walk away, excluding the producer title? What did you walk away from actually being a huge factor of making a film done opposed to just showing up and acting? He funded it. I funded it. Yeah. Co-wrote it. Uh, what did I walk away with? Hold on, say that question one more time. Like besides besides substantial, like yeah. putting money and just like getting it done, like as a person. What did I get out of it? Yeah, because I walked away with every film like, being, like besides substantial, like I got it done. I walked away like just reflecting us to like the total story, the experience of the people I worked with, the conversations I've had with people that have watched it. Yeah. Like what did you It felt like it felt like uh it felt like I was a businessman almost. Right. I'm like, well, I'm when you walk on set, I'm like, well, I'm my own boss. Like no one's gonna tell you can't tell me what to do. Right. I mean, not that I I don't want someone to, but I, I uh yeah, you feel like you're on your boss, you're like, Well, this is my set. Uh, if I want to do another take, I'm going to do another take. If uh, I feel like somebody's not working, I, I have an input in saying that. And uh, I'm create. I feel like I'm, I'm creating something that I feel I can do. You know, like uh, I want to play roles that I'm like, hey, I feel like I can do that role and uh, showcase what I really can do opposed to doing someone else's role and trying to do it, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I want to play a director. I feel like I can really do that. And I did it. And I'm like, cool. Now I can actually show people like what. So my thing is my style of acting, I guess. Helps, helps like, manage things better. It's, like, you don't have to just settle with, like, the surroundings. You actually say, hey, hey, that's, I want another take because I feel like this should be stronger or. Right. Like, there's more, there more there's more management for sure. Right. Yeah. Uh-oh, Simply Talk went down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's temporarily, but that's okay. That's a nice background, too. Oh. Um, yeah, like I had to respectfully decline yours because I don't feel like I can do it. Like, and I'm not saying like, um, 
not saying like I'm scared to do it or like oh, I'm selling myself short. Like I just know like why you know I could have done it. Like yeah, we could have done it and stuff. But like I don't think it I would have been my it would have been my best. You know what's something that that's something that a new perspective that's also arisen for me that I appreciate the honesty. Like yeah. I'd rather you tell me, hey man. I like the script or I hate the script, and, but I, I don't see myself doing it. I respect that more than just hearing, yeah, sure, I'll get to yeah, it. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll a do it. A week later, two weeks later, a month later. Like that, that's where I draw a line. That's, I'm not, I'm not playing that game no more either. I, I give you a silent deadline to like, just give me your feedback. If not, I move down because at the end of the day, it's the project I'm trying to do. And if you feel connected to it, you're going to hop on. If not, you're doing your thing. That That's okay. Right. I, I don't like wasting my time. I don't like wasting somebody else's time at all. Mm. I don't like it. And um, I'm so busy these days, man. I'm busy with my new job. I'm busy <laughs> partying, you know, being, Hi. you know, living up the bro? rest of the 20s right now. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, my life is definitely different from what it was when I was, like, obsessed with acting and it was my life. And I'm like, this is all I want to do every day. Like, you know, you still see yourself doing it in the long haul? Or yeah. Know? Like again, like, uh, yeah, I do. I don't, you know, once you're an artist, you're an artist. So it's like, whether you love acting or you hate it, or sometimes it's just a part of you and, uh, it completes you, I guess. I, I don't think I'm one of those people that's like, I love acting and like, uh, obsesses over it. But I know like, it's a part of me that just complete me. What to say you liked about it? Because everyone does it for different reasons, although they 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 do they line up eventually. Yeah, or they don't. But like, what is your connectivity I with really acting? Really like entertaining. Entertaining. I'm, I love entertaining. I love someone to look at my stuff and be. It, it does take a special aura. I mean, how many times you watch a movie or a short film or something, and you're just bored because that person just doesn't have that um that that presence. Or that, like, I enjoy having a presence. I enjoy making people feel something. I enjoy looking at people's reactions. I enjoy being enter being an entertainer. That or they're not, they're not in the moment. They're just, like, memorizing the lines and spewing them out. It's like one of the teachers um, that I went to acting, some acting classes to you, and mm -hmm. something that he said was acting doesn't happen here or there. It happens in the middle. It happens in the middle. It's what you give off. Yeah. And I think that is essential, especially for such a close caption format. Yeah. Um, we need to be honest. In theater, you can probably get away with it because of the distance and, and perception of, uh, oh, perspective of you it. You suck, you suck. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I was going to say like, <laughs> but you, you, have more, you have a little bit more wiggle room. Like yeah. there's like, in there's this people who try really hard and they just, some people just don't have it. Like they don't, they just don't have that, uh, the, the aura or the presence, whatever you want to call it, or the, the thing that attracts people to want to watch you. Like some and people I've met just, a few. Huh? I've met a few. Well, yeah, they're, they're closed off too. Yeah. Some of them are, are that are that way. They're they're you know, yes, it does happen in the middle, but you also reveal a part of you inside that you don't tell to everyone else in the world. It's an extension, bro. You know, it's it's communicating like, okay, these are the things and whatever I've gone through in my life and I applied it to my roles. I understand my character. I bridge that gap with my own personal experiences. Then there comes that presence and aura. Yeah, when you're on set when when someone's watching your movie and they're like, dang, I felt that. Yeah, I think it's honesty. for the actor, it was real. It's probably honesty. You need to be honest. I only at least part of it needs to be honesty. You need to be honest with yourself, and I think that's why you're trans. You're like transcending onto like writing pretty well because that same approach can apply to writing, or at least how I approach it. That when I write, I'm not writing something that 
this tool in my head or like whatever. Some make believe stuff. I write something maybe out of a personal personal extension or 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 subconscious extension right. of me that oh I've I felt anxious before. I want to see if I can tap into that and write a character. Yeah. Oh my god! And you start connecting with it more. You start, yeah. and with you, you're playing with two like a double edged sword because you're writing it with expectations of probably acting in it. Yeah. And in the whole process, I think you're also like you're probably subconsciously learning about the character as you're going into the journey. Mm-hmm. Even on set, you're probably, wow, I didn't think about that when I was writing it, but holy shit. And also the, another factor I think might be the person you're working off of, the person that's directing you, the person, the yeah. set dress. Like, it's insane how much you have to tap into to create an honest story. Yeah. But... I mean, look at two different... I don't know if this is the best example, but, I mean, look at... Uh, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, and then you got Jared Leto's Joker. Like, Juan different world, different thing. Different story. I think, yeah, different story, but you could definitely tell Joaquin Phoenix is crazy. Yeah. Probably in his personal life, he's nuts. Yeah. I mean, to do that, he was great. Like, he's technically insane. I think he's got to be some level of insane to do that. I would not watch that movie again. Really? Well, Joker? Yeah. Why? It made you feel some Why? way? Uh, it, it was just a lot. It was a lot. Really? It was, it was, yeah. It's a, it's a, you know, very, very depressed guy, you know, dealing with a lot of different stuff. And he, you know, he went there, you know, even, even when they were showing moments of like, uh, BTS and people were laughing on set and that pissed him off, but that pisses anyone off. You yeah. know what I mean? But he really was just, it was a different kind of pissed off where he was. He was just like, yo, like I'm trying to do something here yeah. and you guys are laughing. He was going to a moment where he felt a certain kind of way. Yeah. Vulnerability, you know? And even watching that, I was like, I ain't watch this movie again. It hold on, hold on. I don't understand. Why don't you want to watch it? That, like, it was like, like, so you watch it one time, the full thing, yeah. and then you're like, I'm not watching this again. I'm not watching it again. But well, well, why? It was, a, it was a good movie, but it's not a movie I want to sit through again to watch. Okay. Because it, it's too it's like too much for you? Or? He, 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 I feel like he went there too far, too much. You know? Too much? That, yeah. Would you say that's good in a way? Because it kind of taps into a sensitive spot. Um. Better that than just walking it away just and forgetting un- about it. Made it made you feel uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, man, I'm watching this guy like murder you know, somebody. Mur- der- he's like derailing. You know what I mean? And, and happy about it. Yeah, and happy about it. It's I mean, crazy. But did. when you leave, it, I mean, you, he did, did then. But when yeah, when you leave the movie theater, you almost feel like you're crazy a little bit. Yeah, yeah, because you just watched that. I don't want to be crazy. I'm normal. <laughs> so to, ra- to wrap it up, he did a good job in the movie. He did great. <laughs> yeah, he did great though. It's yeah, just it, it was too much. It was yeah. too much. I've watched that ending scene with him and Robert De Niro at least Bro, that was fifty times wow. on YouTube. It was insane. You know what you guys should watch if you have Netflix uh, and if you're like a gamer? You. Um, oh, no. Different you, time. yeah. Great freaking Yo, show. Love that, you movie. Is Love great. that uh, series. Um, Arcane is a new um, anime. Arcane? Arcane. Arcane. It's based off like the League of Legends game. But <clears throat> the story-wise and just the, the, like, the, um, the way it was drawn alone is beautiful. It's yeah. a really good story. Really good. Um, it deals a lot with like attachment and psychosis and all that shit just in a hyper real world of magic and all that shit it's it's, it's you like that thing. stuff that's his thing oh yeah i can tell you like that the, that yeah. that's a, another <laughs> layer on top but yeah. the story it's fucking amazing it's one of those stories that you, you finish watching and it continues to progress in your mind as the days pass because it keeps you thinking like why has this happened oh wait oh shit oh damn so it's that's for me great storytelling. Something I'm 
you walk away and you still think about because it's unraveling mm. as you go on with your day. You saw you? You watch you? Yeah, bro. That shit's insane. I love it. <laughs> you I seen it? Uh, I, I like that's like something else episode. you probably would want to watch. Probably, yeah. I, I watched like one episode because it rationalizes it in a weird way. It, it rationalizes does. the to the thing. point where I'm almost rooting for him. Yeah, <laughs> it's so it's messed up. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I it's not that I, it's not that the story, but I just it, it just not one of those things that really piques my interest that much. Even you though I think he was doing a great job. And you don't like crazy, nothing crazy. I don't mind crazy. Um, it's just it just has to intrigue me really intrigued me i'm trying to figure out how like i i always get my inspiration for a short film through like a movie or something like that like uh black righteous philadelphia or whiplash standing ovation I'm oh like, yeah no, for real yeah that's how i think of these things Dude. madcap i got that from uh, that 13 sense. reasons why I, not thir- yeah 13 reasons why mm. um you i love the craziness and the the rationale in his head how he rationalizes it mm. and i love the is that considered ADR, how he talks over himself? It's like a voiceover. Yeah, yeah, it's like a voiceover. Yeah. My bad. Voiceover. I love that. And I feel like that could be really Bro, good How many times film. do we like narrate a situation that hasn't happened? Yeah. In your head. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I'm sure you guys driving your way down here were like, I don't know what the hell the narration was, but you guys were probably like having a narration happening as you're building up to this spot or maybe thinking about something else. I was having my own narration. My head was blank. Blank. Nothing was happening there. We need to work on that. We need to work on that. We'll give you some stage direction, some subtext. But let's rapid fire real quick. So something I wanted to ask you, because I feel like we didn't ask you a lot of questions. Um, uh, Martha, you know, everyone's kind of left. Right. Why haven't I? Well, not even why <laughs> haven't you, but but do you feel like because of like everyone that you know, like expect you know Chase been gone for a few years, but everyone that you were accustomed to like working with or being around has made that migration, whether it's Atlanta and so forth. Do you feel like there's pressure for you to do that? No, okay. I mean yes and no. The only thing that's pressuring me is uh, time. I'm getting older, mm-hmm. and I don't want to be like fifty years old still trying to make it. Um, no, the only that doesn't pressure me. The thing that pressures me is time. Okay. The only reason I haven't left is because uh, my father is sick, and I, I live with him, and I just I, I just don't. Right. There's so many things that you know. It's really hard for me to be really selfish. It's really hard, and maybe there's that's something I should do more. But uh, I just like you know when you when you leave here, you you're going to become an actor and hopefully become you know successful and be famous and all this stuff. And right now, at this point in my life, like this is just more important to me, is uh, yeah. and I know, and I, you know what, I, I think about it at the end. I'm like, okay, like, let me think. I'm like 80, 90 years old, about it on my deathbed, and like, hey, you got ten minutes to live or some shit like that. Well, I look back at my life and say, I wish I didn't do that. No, I won't think that way because I live my life how I want to live it. I'm still having a great time. I have so much fun with my life. Yeah. And uh, when it happens, it happens. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. I know no matter what I do in life, I'm going to be successful. I already know that, 100%. I'm not stupid. Um, I'm not, I'm good to people, and I, ha- I feel like I, I'm surrounded by good friends, and I don't surround myself with anybody who I don't find to be genuine. Or So in time, things are just, things will happen the way they're supposed to. What is it that you want to do? Like, outside of all this noise, what well, Not is even it? what he wants to do. What, what, what is it, well, do, but also... What do you feel? Wh- what goal are you setting for yourself next year? Like, if if you could twenty twenty two, yeah, if you could name. Well, then again, 
we are in 2022 when this airs anyway. Right. So <laughs> what goal are you setting How do you, now? Where do you want to be by the end of the year? Starting? Yeah, I haven't really thought about the goal for 20, for 2022. Um, I'm Right now, I'm just focused on doing things that I really want to do. It's something like, it's dumb stuff, but like I, I want to get a tattoo again. And I haven't gotten a tattoo in a long time because I thought it was going to stop me with acting. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to do it. Um, I want to, I, I have a new job. Uh, I work at Shooter's Waterfront in Fort Lauderdale. I make a lot of money there. I'm saving, putting money away. So, like, if I do want to move, which I could do now, uh, I'm going to have no problem, like, worrying about money. Struggling. That Struggling. Is... Yeah, like, I, I'll have enough to pay, like, if I don't work for a year or two years, I'll have money. So I, I don't want to worry about that. Especially, you know, like, my parents, sorry, my parents could go whenever, you know. Our, yeah. our parents are all getting older, and, you know, we think about that. We're like, oh, well, I can live with my parents, and I have guidance from my parents. But when they're gone, you know, you don't have anybody. So I, I want to make sure I have money and not be stupid and move and be struggling to make stupid rent, you know. So or I'm gonna, even have a meal. Yeah, or can I eat today? Like, I'm going to be prepared, yeah. 100%. I'm not going to do this stupid way, like, and uh, and, and I, I have a big I, I have a big feeling, like, I know when I'm supposed to do something. You'll have that feeling, like, I have to do this. Gut feeling. Yeah. I had that gut feeling. It happens all the time. Like, the reason I even got attacked is because I wanted to kill myself. I was going to commit suicide. I, like, suicide. Su- I was, I'd, like, try to walk in front of a car. Remember, guys, I was, like, 19 and, like, extremely depressed. Had nothing going for me. Dropped out of college, all this shit. And I was just like, what the fuck is the point of this? So I just, like, I remember I tried to walk in front of a car at night. And uh, car stopped. And I got scared. I was like, fuck, I can't believe I almost did that. So I went to Nick's house. And I sat outside on his, uh, his thing. We were probably smoking weed back in the day. I don't smoke weed anymore. And uh, I was like, dude, like, I fucking almost tried to kill myself he's like that's crazy <laughs> and then he opens up his wallet and his uh there was a card um um a business card and it was his dad i'm like that's weird it says uh you're an actor i'm like what the hell is that he goes oh yeah my dad he's been on a couple of shows i'm like what I'm like you could do that i'm like that's insane i'm like how do we we should try to do that he goes oh the agency's right up the street i'm like and I thought it was going to be so easy. I'm like, yo, let's just go there. They're going to think we're, like, amazing. Like, we'll get on some shows. We'll get discovered. And, like, it sounded something worth living for. It sounded exciting. So that's kind of how I did it. And then I had a gut feeling to go to Michael's class. I had a gut feeling. And then I met all these people. Like, and I made standing ovation. Like, just everything happens the way it's kind of supposed to. Yep. It's weird. People it's weird. paint it as luck. And I think we had this conversation. It's, luck. it's just destiny in my we had opinion. We had this conversation with Eddie. And yeah, it's it's there. You can paint some aspects of it as luck, but you have to be prepared for it. You have to yeah. put the right stones to lead up to that right. door for it to open. If you're just standing in your room watching TV and hoping that something's gonna happen, luck, it's not. Gonna, you have to get yourself out, out there. there and do you something. have to. And at the end of the day, going back to everything we were talking about today, you got to do it for you. Yeah, not because he's doing it or because he's saying it or whatever like even if you don't want to move to Atlanta or wherever yet because you have things to do here do it on your terms yeah you're gonna stay with your dad because you want to invest that time the rest will unravel exactly you just gotta have faith in in destiny you gotta have faith you're doing the job that you need to do you've acted you've produced um i'm still doing commercials and making money doing and you're happy like that Uh, you're happy i don't know if i'm happy but you know I'm, i'm okay I'm okay for now, but who it's uh, if I'm happy just doing what I'm doing, then I'm not doing the right thing. I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't you know? even say that sort of happy, but you're. 
I know I'm not sitting around just being. You're not satisfied. I'm not satisfied. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a different. That's a different topic. Definitely not satisfied. But you're, you're, you're aware of the decisions you're making, and you're, you're happy, or at least in my world, I could be working in a kitchen, 60, 80 hours a week, and be doing all that shit. Yeah. But I won't be happy in the end because I'm investing time somewhere solely so much that I don't have time to do the things I want to do. Right. And when you have that fortune to actually take control of your time. There's, there's a sense of fulfillment that really doesn't compare to anything else. So whether you're not making movies or acting or all that yet, keyword, at least you're making the time to get there. Right. So and that's why. The, yeah. At the end of the day, like, I, I don't want to get too, f- and a lot of people do it, and there's nothing wrong with it, but uh, I try to look at my life as a whole. I'm just like, think about it. Like, when the pandemic happened, we all easily could have got sick and just, died yeah and it's the most important thing on your mind is damn i never just got to be an actor like yeah that's a big part of it but at the same time like did you have a good life did you have fun did you make connections did you have an impact on people like life is a bigger thing than just this small little thing acting directing whatever absolutely so i'm I'm trying i want to have a good life as well and uh if acting is part of it which i feel like it, it is and it will be and if not then life will take me somewhere else but uh Going, going. I'm learning to go with the ride right now. You know what? And the key word you said it best is if you look back when you're 80, 90 years old, yep. are you going to like regret anything? Do you regret or it? do you like, yeah, there's things that you could have done differently, but hey, it was all right. in your call. So that's at least I think that's what happiness is control of both the good and the bad because you're the one making yourself put in those predicaments right. or opportunities. Um, I don't do. Should we? Is there any last notes that you want to share with the audience? Do you guys have any other last questions? Let's do it. If not, I, at this point, <laughs> I had no questions. I was just free. <laughs> I was doing it, Jeffrey. Just, uh, no, no. But hey, man, listen. I, I, I appreciate the honesty uh, and the transparency that you gave today, and it's it, it's so key, man. Because a lot of times people feel the need and pressure to feel like they have to constantly do something. You're not feeling that way. No, you understand. Like, hey, I need time to myself. I need time to do other things. And then you allow acting to still happen in your life. Of course, it's still a priority. Right. But you're not allowing it to keep you in a space where you feel like, damn, my day's fucked up because I didn't get an audition or this didn't happen or this person didn't reach out to me. Right. It's on your mind, but hey, life still goes on. Yeah. And I think a lot of people miss that a lot of times and they get caught up in that. And that's how I am now because I felt like that at one point. Like, oh, I need to be doing something. Right. And now it's like, you know what? I'm okay with not doing anything. I'm okay with taking my time. Even though I'm right, even though I'm going to be shooting something next year, I'm still going to take my time with it. Yeah. No rush. Because it's on your time. It's on my time. Yeah. But I do want to know, how do you feel, do you believe actually things down here will change when it comes to film in the near future, in the next two to three years? I almost answered that really fast. Um... Change in what way? As far as... <laughs> <laughs> Change in what way? It's that complex. Yeah, it is now. <laughs> Jeez. Okay, so... Actors down here know they're going to get a commercial audition. Right. Oh, do you mean like the business? Like yeah. incentives will, and all that? Yeah. Oh. South Florida in general is just going to change in so many different ways. If, no. we're, if we're just talking in general. I don't think it's going to change. You know, big tech companies are moving down here and all kinds of stuff, so... I don't think it's going to happen. You don't think so? No. If it did, I think it just would have happened by now. I think... I've been, I've been in the game now for what? Since I was 19, 20, Eight years now? Yeah. 
We still got shit. I think we have less than what <laughs> I started with. There, there, definitely, there's definitely been a change. There's definitely a scene, but it's probably not the right market that we're striving for. Yet. Like what you it see a lot be. is music videos, a lot of commercials, a lot of yeah. things that is like short term. Yeah. But as for narrative, I personally feel that if it was going to happen, it would have happened by now. They've That's been what I'm saying. they've been trying it since the '80s, maybe back. Yeah. No, I was different then all the time. Regardless, Miami Vice and all those Miami other Vice, things. Burn Notice, Ballers, yeah. like what do we have now? But the original Miami Vice was also here too. Yeah, they shot Marley and Me. Like they they were shooting a bunch of stuff. Not, nothing's impossible. Nothing it it can happen, but it needs to yeah. be like a a community thing. It can it can yeah. like you can't. The best and here's the thing: the best person I thought that could help us was The Rock because he loves Miami. He's mm. born and raised here. He brought Ballers here. He fucking left too. He's like, shit, I'm taking this to LA for some yeah. reason. Maybe because yeah. of money or whatever. But uh, I thought if anyone was going to make a door, it was him. And he had definitely had the power to do it. I yeah. think a ma- the matter of the question is, do we have the patience to wait? Or are we going to make nope, time? No, don't wait. No, like, don't do it. I'm on that same boat too. No, don't wait. Like, we can wait <laughs> and just hope. Or yeah. we can just make, that, make moves. Good thing. The silver lining is that a lot of things are now like, stream wise so there's that opportunity or that option yeah it's an opportunity but exposure wise i don't think miami is the place to like really grow grow as a narrative actor or i don't know just for me it depends though so if you had a lot of indie filmmakers right right producing good quality feature films here yeah okay even though they're not hollywood but they're good quality feature films yeah would you feel different yeah because yeah yeah, I mean, we Stand Ovation was filmed here in Miami. Chase wins Best Actor at an Oscar qualifying film festival. That's amazing. Right. There's what well, he beat out feature films. He beat yeah. out a lot of people. So yeah, that would it's a Skindy Films is a good way to get yourself out there and get yourself exposed and you know possibly get discovered or whatever. Um, but like you said, it has to be good. It has to be good. And there's not Miami's enough. Good, there ain't enough good ones here. Apparently. South Florida is a good but that's foundation. Everywhere. everywhere. That's everywhere. South Florida is a just good a foundation. Yeah. I think it's a good foundation to kind of like filter the necessities to get to where you need to. Yeah. But to not the better term. Because I feel it will change. I hope so too. Think so? I, I hope believe so too. It. I, it's I, not, I, it's hope, not, I hope for it. I'm not wishing it doesn't because I don't want to move. But uh, of course. But regardless, there's only one way to find out. Some of us are going to be here to see it. Some of us won't be. But we just got to remember you, you the roots. You're killing people? What, what's yeah, that? what are you what's doing? That, what's that mean? Someone? Why is everything so like dark with you? <laughs> yeah. We were talking about the Joker, so I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I, I was just saying, what if I live in fucking Atlanta or something? I won't you come be right back. You're only an hour and a half away. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not far. It's not like you're moving to like, I don't know, Canada I or real I'm quick. envisioning that happening, though. And I, I envision so. a lot of people that left will come back. Yeah, if they co- I would love to come back. Don't get me wrong. I will eventually leave here and probably go to Atlanta or something. But uh, and that's fine. And if it happens here, I'll come right back. Because I've been go to Atlanta. Atlanta. It's cool, but I don't like it. Uh, neither do I. Yeah. Oh, you didn't like it. I didn't like Atlanta. Okay. I hate it. I, I hate. I, no disrespect to the people in Atlanta. Yeah. You know, I, I think the people in Atlanta are great, but I just this is I don't your like scene. It. Yeah. Yeah, I like this. I like Florida. Well, we'll see what the days ahead bring. Hopefully, I mean, no, not hopefully. Miami will shine. It's a matter cool. of like to win and how. But yeah, um, you didn't ask the last time. I know you liked asking before. You want to ask them the famous old question? No, I'll, I'll, I'll let you do the honors this oh, time. I sure. hear. What is it? All right. Um, come on, do it. All right. So, last question we always ask to okay. end the show What is creativity to Alex Tatcher? What is creativity? 
Creativity is it's gonna sound dumb, but it's creating. <laughs> it's creating to inspire and to make people yourself and other people around you feel something. Why do you create? To entertain. And make you, you did feel say something. that. You got to answer. You're not paying attention. You're not paying attention. <laughs> I'm paying attention. Yeah. I'm everywhere. That's what it is. I mean, to me. paying attention to our sound drive. What's he doing over there? You done with your coffee? Yeah. Nice. See, I'm just not one attention. of those people that I could just sit and paint something and just leave it in my house and enjoy it myself. If mm. I'm not doing it for other people, yeah, it's not point? fun. It's not fun for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's why sometimes I struggle with indie films. I'm like, where is this going? Are we going to do it? It's going somewhere. Or are we just going to do it and put it on your file in your computer and it never get shown? No, like, it has to go. Somewhere. It has to go somewhere. That 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 is also my point about Pisses things changing. Yeah. Like indie filmmakers have to, all of you, your film has to go somewhere. Can we, can Stop we, with YouTube. Yeah. Can, can we all look in the camera and just say step it up on three, please? Can we yeah, just do that? Sure. Ready? One, two, three. Step, step it up. up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It had to be said. It's okay, man. And this, you better put this podcast everywhere. <laughs> I mean, it is. It's on a Spotify, Apple Music. Yeah. Um, put it on Instagram, Facebook, the whole shabam. Everybody needs to hear yeah. us. It is on YouTube. YouTube. It's everywhere. Yeah. It's a matter yeah. of send like direct. Send it to my mom. <laughs> you just gotta redirect them. <laughs> Actually, redirect them everywhere. So, like yeah. one day, tell them to go on Spotify, and the other day on on uh, Stitcher. It's on a lot of yeah. platforms. So, other than that, this was a lot of fun. I'm glad I came. Yeah, yo, man, it was great talking with you, man. I, actually, having like a first, I've I've known you what eight years long, not eight years, Damn. not that long, but I like maybe oh, like no, four, maybe like, four, no, five. That. Ever since Michael's class, so that's six years. Okay, about that long, yeah. and, I, and I've never had a one-on-one without... You're still not a one-on-one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's still here. Yeah, you're still here. Yeah. But it's, all, but it, it's, it's good. I'm talking it's to you, personal. I'm talking it's to you, personal. we're talking to each other, I'm watching. That's yeah. how I did the one-on-one conversation <laughs> with uh, UFC. So well, it was yeah. great, man. Hey, I appreciate it, bro. Yeah, I appreciate and, it, guys. Uh, had a lot of fun. And also, cool. let's also... Uh, where am I looking at? Am I looking at a big one, this one? Thank you, HGAP Studios, for letting us use space. If you guys are in South Florida and need a space to get creative, HGAP is the place to go. Windwood, a very thriving creative hub. And check them out. They have memberships where they have discounted rates. And I feel like I need to do this because this would not be possible without them. And it is an amazing spot for an amazing rate with amazing people. And... Yeah, I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this, uh, uh, the first episode of season two. Um, I would say I hope you guys missed us, but it's been well, like maybe a month. But yeah, just miss yeah. us. Happy holidays, if, um, if anything. Um, I don't know, so many emotions coming up. Help me say goodbye, guys. Guys, thank you so much for watching. I will be back soon. Brought to you by Simply Talk. Ooh, and also those killed listening. it. <laughs> now I'm hungry. I want to go get some food. I'm going to go get I'll some Chipotle. Chipo- really, Chipotle? Well, nah, maybe I think, not. I think that's all. Thank you guys for watching. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Simply Talk. And I'll see you guys in the next one. Take care, guys. That was fun. It was yeah. good. Man. I had a good time. Yeah.